Well, welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I am so excited to be here today on the Heights Lemoyne College with President Linda Lemure. Linda, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. It's so good to see you back on the Heights, Dan. And it is amazing because it is alumni weekend. There's so much to be celebrated. There's so much excitement. There's a buzz around campus, walking around, smiles on the faces. It actually reminds me of when I was a student visiting Lemoyne after seeing 20 different schools and Lemoyne stuck out the crowning jewel of them all. Oh my goodness. Uh, I think we need to have you on some brochures. and <laughs> That's a great testimonial. Well, you know, Dan, our, our community's been interrupted because of the pandemic. And so I would characterize this as joy on steroids, mm. you know, um, just an amazing opportunity for our, our folks to get back together again and, and to reminisce in person instead of electronically, virtually, whatever the case may be. And as you know, Lemoyne is known for its warmth and community and we've missed it. So here's a chance for us to, to get our community right back where we left off. Uh, in 2019. Yeah, absolutely. And in just an hour or so, we're going to engage in the opening mass in true Jesuit fashion. Um, really excited for this whole weekend to kick off and really just to recap and to highlight and have you discuss some of the great happenings here on the Heights because it really energizes me. You know, having been a graduate um, over 12 years ago, back mm. in 2010, wow. religious flies. studies and theology, and then getting my master's at Lemoyne, uh, just really understanding the value of the education and then also being men and women for others. So I just want to have this conversation, talk with you about that today because so many people need to know more about our school and all those dolphins that are doing some great things in the world. Oh my goodness, a absolutely. Well, you're a, a shining example of the, the kinds of students that attend Lemoyne and the impact that they make in the world in a multiplicity of uh, disciplines and sectors in the economy, you, you name it. Um, there is something really distinctive about the kind of education and the values that we offer here. Uh, we uh, invite people from all walks of life to consider uh, applying here and if they are able to, to get, gain acceptance, um, we take our responsibility to transform students seriously, but that transformation goes beyond um, intellectual ability, right? Uh, many, there are many excellent schools around the country where you can get a solid education. This is different. This is a value-based education where uh, mission trumps me such that you use your education, and we're intentional about sending this message on behalf of, of course, your own career and professional aspirations, but also on behalf of the greater good uh, for your family, for your community, for the world writ large. And uh, our dolphins, uh, our scholars make a difference, you name it, um, both uh, locally, nationally, and abroad because of that intentionality. Yeah, and it's deeply rooted in the tradition of St. Ignatius of Loyola. And that's something that really stood apart for me. When I came onto campus, I felt the warmth of the community. And then I saw how much it was really about action, you know, reflection, understanding, and really gaining that holistic approach. And that's something that I deeply value. And I know I've been so blessed as a recipient of that Lemoyne has provided for me. And now the hope is that the graduates who just went across the stage just, you know, a couple of weeks ago now, are going out into the world and they are you know, continuing to spread that light. 
Well said. Um, well, the, the, one of the many great Jesuit uh, axioms that I absolutely love is contemplatives in action, and uh, that's what we strive to do here. Um, obviously, you need to understand uh, beyond your major how things like the core curriculum, for example, how those beautiful liberal arts disciplines integrate to, to form fully human individuals who can solve complex problems. So it's one thing to be able to, 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 to be a problem solver and have the intellectual acumen to do that. And then it's, it's, it's another thing to actually put all of those principles into action in order to make a difference. So contemplatives in action and then that reflection piece so that you're not tilting at windmills, so to speak, but actually making a bona fide, measurable difference in the lives of others. Yeah, absolutely. And in the words of Pope Francis, he said, true education enables us to love life and opens us up to the fullness of life. Certainly, we have the high-level students, world-class faculty. Um, you go through it here, over 3,300 undergrads and grads. Um, Money Magazine ranks Lemoyne number two in New York State, number six in the nation of value in higher education. The stats are off the chart. Top 15% of colleges in U.S.-based Princeton Review, number 17 of most innovative schools. The list goes on. And one thing that stands out for me as well, being a college athlete here on the Heights, 33 consecutive semesters of all 21 D2 sports programs having a 3.0 or higher. We're talking about high caliber, really get after it, young people who are going out into the world and making that difference. Well, you know something? We're really, really proud of those stats, and obviously I'm really grateful that you bring them up. It's always nice when other people say nice things about you as opposed to um, bragging your, your, your own self. This college, is a gem. It's still one of the, you know, <laughs> besides being a great value, it is a hidden gem still beyond the region. And one of my jobs is to, to, to share more broadly what this school can do for young people in just four years. We can change the trajectory of your life because we, we share with our students those things that are truly important and, and that endure, that this notion that you can compete at a high level, for example, in athletics and win national championships, and at the same time, <laughs> you should know that we want you on the dean's list, that the expectations are high and, and rigorous because to set low a low bar or low expectations because you are good at one thing or you know maybe uh, another, is insulting to our God-given potential. And the students get that message very clearly from the first moment that they walk on this campus that um, we will nurture you, we will cultivate your intellect and your spirituality, but you have to be all in too. Mm. This, is, this is a team sport, and you have to be willing to part, be a real participant in this process or you won't get the outcomes that we aspire to, uh, you to achieve. No, absolutely. We're here with Linda Lemire, 14th president of Lemoyne, founded in 1946, the first lay female president as well. You are a boots on the ground type of leader. From the moment that I met you and you gave me that firm, warm handshake and welcome, I knew that there was something different about you and you were a go-getter. From all the events that I've been fortunate to attend, being on the Alumni Association Board and just establishing a friendship with you, it just speaks volumes to who you are because 
it was a phone call and you said, yes, absolutely, I'll join you on the podcast, that really spoke volumes to me. You know, we can get inundated with a lot of things that are super important in our daily schedule, but Lemoyne, the community that we talked about in the beginning, you nurture that, you foster it and you celebrate it. And that's what I'm so excited about because these pillars that Lemoyne stands for, spirit, inquiry, leadership, Jesuit, we're not just talking about it, we're being about it here on The Heights. Thank you, thank you. I, I would be honored if one day maybe you can do a biography for me. <laughs> I love energy. I love the energy of Jesuit education, and I want to live that. I want to personify the joy, the energy of being associated with such an amazing school that has incredible, to use your, your phrase, world-class faculty, but people across the institution that love being affiliated with a school that cares deeply about young people. And I also want to be accessible to students. I know who they are. They see me at their events. Many of them I know by, by name. And I, uh, I do my level best to, to develop as many relationships with students as I can because I want to be a part of their life's experience on the heights. I don't want to be this uh, you know, erudite president who's always behind a, a, a desk and not getting her hands, you know, um, dirty, if you will, in terms of helping to solve problems on campus, being accessible and the, and the like. I mean, to me, that's quintessential Jesuit education, that we're all in this thing together. It's a collaborative, collective project of education of the whole person, and it's all hands on deck and it's a labor of love. No, and it's a beautiful thing because you exemplify servant leadership at its best. Now, thinking about all the amazing happenings here at Lemoyne, what are you most excited about? Maybe you could just highlight a couple things that are happening now that people should be aware about because there's so many good things that are taking place. Well, I'll tell you, the outcomes of our um, students, uh, our students are now getting these outrageously excellent offers throughout uh, the economic sectors and um, they're also going to world-class graduate programs for medicine and law. I mean we're knocking on the door of some places that are very very prestigious because these institutions recognize the high quality education that uh, Lemoyne offers and uh, I'm very proud of our student outcomes. Um, at the same time uh, you know we're contemplating um, exploring I guess I should say is a better word where we want to have our athletics program and it's a major decision do we want to stay in division two do we want to aspire higher in the spirit of the modges of doing more and giving students a chance to compete at the highest levels of uh, uh, academic uh, and athletic competition um, you know by going division one these are really important community decisions they're exciting um, they, they are prudent risks, in my opinion, and they're, they're ones that you want to, to take on because you're always striving to do more and better. Um, and so that's another, another thing I'm really, really proud of. The campus, we're making major investments around the physical campus itself, um, uh, resurrecting uh, our, our major academic building, Riley, will be a state-of-the-art classroom building. Um, we're uh, uh, rebuilding our quad so that we 
can emphasize without even saying a word the quality of community where people can gather and exchange ideas either between students or students and faculty you 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 name it and then we're adding academic programs to our academic portfolio across the spectrum and the health sciences and the arts and sciences and in business education we're about to launch our second doctoral degree which is really amazing for a school of our size and actually contemplating moving from Lemoyne College where the debate is on campus to Lemoyne University so these are just a few things going on but there there's some highlights to give you a flavor of the energy on the campus right now absolutely I love it all how is Lemoyne getting its students ready for this world readiness because you know we want students to make a splash in their community they're gaining this head knowledge this heart knowledge and then they're going out into the world and they're being leaders of tomorrow maybe you could discuss a couple tangible uh, pieces of how Lemoyne is making sure that their students their graduates are ready for that to take on all that is that's out there oh that's an honor to answer that question uh, first of all, we never shy away from who we are, what we stand for, and our values. We are all, as a community, comfortable in our own skin, and we appreciate that. Uh, we also want to make sure that our students are comfortable with ambiguity and that they appreciate respectful dialogue. In fact, we even focused on that at our recent commencement. Respectful dialogue at a time when our country is in the midst of you know, partisan politics and vitriol where we're speaking over each other instead of in dialogue and in conversation with one another. But our Man Race Up program at the college is really a manifestation of our goals to have students ready for a vocation, not just a job, but a vocation and a career where the values of the core curriculum and our Jesuit mission are integrated into all that they plan to do in their life's work whether it's the first job right out of Lemoyne or the sixth or the seventh career, whatever the case may be, we do pride ourselves on having our students um, uh, appreciating nimbleness in case they need to move around in different sectors. The Manresa program helps students to prepare from the moment they walk on this campus uh, for their life's work in terms of talking about spirituality, um, how many internships would they like to do? Are they doing research with a, a, a professor? Are they engaged in um, service learning? These high impact Jesuit learning practices that can make a difference in the world, we want our students to think about these things and plan for them intentionally during their four year formation so that when they graduate, they hit the ground running with confidence, but not cockiness. Mm. They know they can make a difference, but they also know they have a lot to learn. Oh, wow. That's tremendous. Vocation is something that I don't think is discussed nearly enough in the realm of higher education, let alone when students are developing and growing as people. You know, I think back to my times at Lemoyne and some of the greatest encounters I had, the conversations, the reflections, the retreats that Lemoyne put on, the opportunities to get out there in the world and then to come back and to discuss it, to reflect upon it, and to see that natural progression and growth in your own life. So that way you understand more about who you are, what you desire to do, and why. And I think if students understand that why through that vocation, they will live out what their life mission is and it doesn't get much better than that. I couldn't agree with you more. I'd want it for my, my, own, my own daughter. In fact, I said to um, my daughter, Emily, uh, 
you can go to any college or university you'd like as long as it's a Jesuit institution and you have 189 options around the world on six continents because it's such a global order and uh, her reply to me was um, well actually there's only 188 because I'm not sure I want to study where you're you're the president but it speaks to my care and my understanding of the charism and the impact that and influence that it has on young people young people's lives at formative times in their in their development and with regard to Manresa Dan I mean that's the site in Spain where Saint Ignatius discerned his own vocation so we draw that inspiration from that important part of his life where he concluded that well I could be a very wealthy uh, soldier, but I think I want to do something bigger than myself and use my talents, my gifts for the greater glory of God. And all he did was start one of the most amazing global uh, connections uh, and high quality educational um, experiences in schools around the globe um, as a function of doing something beyond his own job or career. And I don't expect everyone to, to do something of that magnitude, but I want us all to, to be cognizant of it and to use it as a source of inspiration throughout our lives. No, absolutely. I mean, when that little flame or spark ignites in somebody and they understand, I have a greater mission, I have a greater purpose, and however that's supposed to um, play out, that they realize there's a community behind me that's willing to not only invest in my education, but then to truly walk with me, accompaniment throughout my life. I've, like I've said before, been so blessed by the generosity of this college because from the time that I started teaching in inner city Albany and Lemoyne, you know, helping me to outfit my classroom, and we were actually the Lemoyne Dolphins. That was the name of my class, you know, the homeroom, Mr. Jason's Lemoyne Dolphins outfitting the classroom and all the morning apparel, giving the students, you know, shirts that were really celebrating that spirit. And then all the way through, even now in the business world, working with novice and, you know, engagement that we've had with the college be able to do some really high level things. It's beautiful to see how that communal aspect continues to be the foundation amidst the Jesuit education and the service leadership. Absolutely. Uh, Dan, that, there's so much there to, to, to unpack, and I'm really grateful for the way you, um, you share that, that experience. Uh, once a student leaves Lemoyne, that, that's not the end. It, as far as I'm concerned, and the college is concerned, it's the beginning of our uh, lifelong relationship. We've only known you for four years, albeit a really important four years, but we want to stay in touch and be a part of your life and your family. Uh, that's why we have these kinds of reunions. We want people to remember fondly, obviously, their time here, but also to reconnect and to remind everyone of the distinctiveness of what we're doing here and that we still want folks involved with, 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 with us as well. So I, I guess I'd like to say just a couple of words about our mascot, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. I love the dolphins. Me too. Iggy Me the dolphin too. getting after Me it, right? Too. Getting Iggy with it. <laughs> you remember that. That's great. Well, you know, people often ask us, why are you why are you the dolphins when you're in Syracuse, New York? It's you know, Syracuse is known for some really cold weather, right? Snowy weather. And I love the story because it 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 touches upon um, our own character, you know, here at the at the college and that uh, our sister city is is Syracusa in Sicily, and uh, you know, in the the origin of the early church, that part of the world, and um, the early Christians uh, viewed the 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 dolphin as a 
a very loyal, smart, playful creature, and it became the mascot of the Diocese of Syracuse in Sicily. So when the Diocese of Syracuse um, started in the 1800s, because uh, Syracuse is our sister city, they uh, imported the same mascot. In fact, if you were to go to the cathedral downtown, you'd see the dolphin embedded in the tiles all over the place. And it, it's a symbol of friendship because dolphins are good, good friends, even in the natural world. And dolphins are among the smartest mammals on the plan, planet. And we, we know that we want our, our students to be intellectually nimble and smart. And they're a bit whimsical, right? Don't take yourselves too seriously. Have some fun. Enjoy one another. Be smart. Be loyal. And have a penchant or genius for friendship. And um, by outfitting your classroom, that's a symbol of our sense of community, even after our friendship with you, after you graduate. Yeah, and it was fantastic because a number of years in a row consecutively, I brought those students in fifth grade up here for a tour of Lemoyne so they can get a sense of it. Where was I, you know, where did I come from? And why was it so important to Wonderful. me? And I, I just think that celebration of all that is happening here and wanting to invite others to be part of it is tremendous. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Be right back at it in a moment. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Together we journey on growing, improving, and becoming a better version of ourselves daily in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Make sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life to learn of ways to get involved in your community and make a difference. Check out my latest book, The Saint Next Door, Practicing Heaven by Living Love and Discovering God's Holiness Within. There's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest. Well, welcome back here to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason, here with President Linda Lemire of Lemoyne College. We're discussing things happening on the Heights, a mission-driven school grounded in spirituality, the Catholic tradition. Lemoyne certainly setting the bar very high for those in the Jesuit education. And it's certainly been cultivated by leaders, leaders of today and those who are becoming leaders of tomorrow. We talk about men and women for others. And actually, Father Gregory Boyle talked about this in his book, Tattoos on, on the, the Heart. Heart. And he talked about it's not enough to take a stance on an issue. We have to stand with people in the issue. Maybe you could talk a little bit about what you've seen from those who have come through these doors, through this world of education here on the Heights, and how they're now going out and living and being those men and women for others. Sure. Um, my goodness. Well, we, we've had some amazing professors here in the past and certainly currently. And it's the same situation, Dan, with, with Jesuits. We've had amazing Jesuits on this campus, Jesuits that are known around the world and others not known a, a, as well, but still have made a mark, uh, their own tattoos on our students' hearts. Um, I, I think a quintessential example um, of great Jesuits here, obviously Father Berrigan made his mark back in the 1960s as a social justice person and uh, bringing forth, um, you know, an understanding of unjust wars. And then Father George Coyne, more recently, one of the, the world's renowned, um, uh, not just astronomer, but physicists, 
And, um, you know, he taught our students as if they were young, you know, young physicists, scholars with so much respect and made such a difference here. Um, but I would say one, one example to get right to the heart of the matter would be Father Don Maldari's impact on Andrew Lunetta is a classic example, but there are, there are hundreds of examples. But this is, this is one that's close to home because he's making a difference in my, my own hometown, which happens to be Syracuse. And I'm so personally, intimately grateful for the difference he's making in my community, literally my community. Um, so Father Maldari uh, is amazing, amazing theology professor. He's, he's currently uh, working overseas teaching uh, uh, seminarians, future priests. Um, and I'm hoping to get him back, by the way. I need to stay on him uh, to come back to Lemoyne. But Father Maldari, you're listening out there. We <laughs> okay. want you back on the hype. Hey, Nelligan Hall, that's where it started for me. He was actually my uh, spiritual advisor for three years here. As I was, I did not know that. As I was discerning the priesthood, and you know, obviously a great faculty member in the religious studies um, department, and then also with the Dolphins dive into action and um, the the service and leadership uh, committee with the students, and it's just it's a beautiful thing, and I love hearing of these stories. I love being part of them as well, and obviously you know Andrew and I go way back with the Lemoyne College sandwich makers, making the sandwiches for oh those. My Gosh, yes, yes, and, and the sandwich makers, and then pedals to possibilities. That's right. Yeah, and now he's oh look at all he's doing with a tiny home for good. Precisely. And it's yeah. it's beautiful. So thank you for bringing that up. It's so fulfilling to see people who pour into the lives of others, encourage them, help them to find their way, and then boom, they're able to go out and set the world on fire. My goodness, well said. Two weeks ago we had commencement and. The, the, the winner of the, the Finley Award, Grace McManus, was a biology and a chemistry major, and she has a, a real interest in Alzheimer's disease, and she did her, her, her honors thesis on Alzheimer's disease, um, studying various enzymes um, and hormones that can impact um, uh, symptoms of, of Alzheimer's later, later in life. Anyway, to make a very long story short, she's now going to go on to uh, receive her PhD in neuroscience because she wants to reach uh, individuals who suffer from Alzheimer's disease and people who are, because of their illnesses, often marginalized and very, very lonely. And she's going to find ways to help ameliorate uh, symptoms of individuals suffering from um, this horrible, horrible disease. And it's another example of going to the margins, this time through the science disciplines instead of um, with Andrew, I believe he was in the social sciences. I think he studied economics too at the Maxwell School at Syracuse University. But the point I want to make is that, that every discipline, um, regardless of what you study, there's a connection to leadership and service and excellence that is manifested in the lives of other other people and how you can change other other people and those are just two quick examples uh, of what Father Greg Boyle was talking about. Yeah, and it's so powerful to see how Lemoyne helps students to find that path, to find that niche, to segue into those areas of society where they do want to make such a difference. Now, I know this is going to be hard to do, but if you can. 
how could you capture Lemoyne in just a few keywords? Mm. Some things that really stand out to you that embody what this great school is about. Gosh, that is a tough one because there are a lot of uh, adjectives I could use to describe uh, this place. Um, you know, some of them would come from my descriptions of the early Christians and dolphins. Um, intellectually nimble, loyal, um, playful. I think I would add to that spiritual, um, high energy. Uh, and my favorite word, <laughs> this is a joyful place. Mm. You know, even when um, you know we we have issues that arise when humans interact with other humans, right? And there are complex problems that we need to solve by working together. At the end of the day, there's still a sense of joy that we're willing to to get our hands dirty and work with one another in in uh, trying to make this campus community even stronger, even better particularly after the pandemic, <laughs> we realize how much we need each other. We need to be in community and that no one person, no matter how brilliant you could, you might be, could ever solve <laughs> some of these complex problems alone. So I, I guess that's another word I, I would share, Dan, collaborative. Yeah, and, and kind of to encompass it all, family. Right, when I think about it, this is the Finn family, I'm coming back home to yes. the heights. Well now, said. It, it can be said by a lot of different schools and universities, and I don't want to take anything away from what they're doing, the culture they're building there, but it is truly present here. And for those folks out there that might have, you know, a, a high school junior or, you know, somebody in that's trying to extend and, and take courses, um, master's programs, highly consider Lemoyne and come here on campus because it is different. The feel is different. And going back to what we talked about earlier in the first part of the podcast, when you're walking on campus, the smiles on faces, the authenticity, the genuineness of people who truly do care, who want to know about you, and then they also want you to begin your relationship with them so that way they can invest in you. And that's something that I really, again, can't say enough because the investment in an education is so crucial. And equally important is the college and those who are there on the campus investing in young people because these are those that are going to go out and make a change a splash in the world oh my gosh yes um listen we we're realistic we understand that 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 families need a return on their investment in terms of uh their their children's life's work we we get that we just don't want to ever isolate that one piece that particular outcome with other uh potentially meaningful outcomes that can make the difference between a happy life or you know uh, one that that doesn't feel fulfilling and part of the, the the joy in our own humanity is how we interact with one another we're social beings and um, and uh, and also in how we how we express our spirituality our faith traditions our, our sense of worship uh, or what, whatever the case may be we want this to be an exploration of joy in the classroom, in the library, in the Performing Arts Center, on the athletic fields, this sense of community and learning in joy that in turn can almost be, you know, to use your great word, it's a, it's a metaphor for family. Mm. You're quite right. And again, getting back to the dolphins, they generally are a part of 
pods. That's right. It really works out well, you know, this image of the dolphin and uh, how it describes this, this college. And, you know, Dan, you said something really important. When you walk on campus, you can feel the difference. That's partly why we need to get students, prospective families on campus. You can't get that authenticity even from the most wonderful websites. Right. <laughs> you have to feel it. You have to be able to see it and hear it. Um, the sounds of joy on the campus um, are uh, just remarkable during the day, and it's a, it's a whole, it's a sacred place. Yeah, and and it's what people all crave. They desire to have that joy. They desire to have that fulfillment, and they want to be part of something bigger than themselves. That takes us to this final piece here, because life inside the L is so different from. <laughs> The Lemoyne athletic contest, the sports, the organizations that are on campus, all the happenings, the communal aspect coming full circle. What would you say is the last final piece that you would want students that are incoming freshmen? You want families that are really, you know, gifting your their children rather to you and, and this community for the next four years to know, and even alumni because there are a lot of alumni that have graduated that they have so many gifts and talents, but we want them to be part of this together. Well said. So uh, in terms of the Lemoyne connectivity and the Lemoyne family, Dan, um, our alumni will stretch and do almost anything to help current Dolphins reach their goals and aspirations because part of what they learned when they were here is to give back. So when you're a Lemoyne student, you're not a member of a particular, one particular class. You're a member of, uh, we're only 75 years old, but 75 years of history um, and future relationships that you can't even begin to imagine. Um, it's, it's really a part, it may sound cliche, a part of our DNA that the connectivity really sticks and you get a sense of that on reunion weekend and other times during the year too as 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 well um we can promise you a world-class education dan if you avail yourself of it if you're willing to work hard our faculty will challenge you nurture you but challenge you and the outcomes here speak for themselves but we'll do more than that you'll make lifelong friends. Um, I'm sure of it because when I travel the country, I hear about it all the time. I ask about some of the most meaningful aspects of the Lemoyne experience and they will say the lifelong friends, the Jesuits with whom they interacted uh, with across campus. They'll talk about all kinds of faculty members that made a difference in their lives. And one of the things that I find most interesting and charming at the same time, I'll say to them, well, tell me some of the most important courses that you took. And invariably, they don't mention their majors. They'll always mention something in the college's core. It could be theology. It could be, usually it's philosophy. It could mm -hmm. be great literature. And that speaks to uh, the kind of education that we offer here. Yes, you have a major. And of course, we want you to do well in your chosen field of endeavor. But there's so much more to life that will make a difference beyond your major. And they grasp it. Uh, one of our former presidents would refer to that as sort of a marination process mm, yeah. where it's marinating, you know, like a, like a nice um, uh, vinegar or, or, or even a wine, right, uh, where it takes time to grow. And as you reflect on the Lemoyne experience, you recognize, oh, my goodness, 
this place really did transform me. It's not just a word, a That's convenient right. word. Yeah, transformation, openness, open-mindedness, growing ourselves from the inside out, finding not only who we are, but who we're going to be for others, and then also looking at the world through a different lens. That has helped me exponentially in every facet of my life. And I look back to my days on the Heights because when I came in as a high school senior transitioning into college, certainly I will admit I didn't have that great openness. But after four years of Jesuit education here on the Heights and then a master's degree, it just opened up the new world of opportunities, the connections, the friendships that you had spoken of and having these dynamic conversations in the classroom and then going out and acting upon it has brought this all full circle. I can't thank you enough for joining us today on the Life to the Fullest podcast. Actually, I brought a gift for you as well. Oh. My recently published book, The Saint Next Door. Oh my god. And I wanted you thank to have you. it because I reflect upon my experiences here on the Heights as well as all the different encounters that I've been so blessed to have and the reason why it means so much for me to give this to you is because it's because of my Jesuit education here at Lemoyne that really fostered this sense of spirituality, of education, of leadership, to desire to invite others and accompany them on the journey. Dan, I am so honored to receive this, and I see you've uh, inscribed it. I can't wait to read it and read your book. And um, thank you for using your Lemoyne education to the fullest. To make a difference in your life, your family, and your communities, this is exactly what we want for our graduates. And uh, you're a remarkable example of what we aspire uh, to and for in our in our alumni. Well, thank, thank you, you so much, Linda. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you here on the Life to the Fullest podcast. Make sure that you check out Lemoyne online, social media, as well as checking out Things on the Heights this weekend because it is Alumni Weekend. Keep living life to the fullest and go Dolphins. <laughs> Be blessed. For EF3 Life and the Life to the Fullest podcast, I'm your host, Dan Jason. Make sure to visit EF3Life.com and check out my latest release book, The Saint Next Door, as well as other nonfiction faith-based texts and children's books like Jesus Loves You and Is Your Friend. Follow us on social media at EF3Life. And as always, keep living life to the fullest.